looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by a Northeasterner by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Mmm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm -mm Mmm-mm-mm. Don't mess with me, I'm one crazy mofo. Hey there, Friday fans. We know how much you enjoy the movies. Enjoy grabbing your Friday merchandise and interacting with the Friday family, whether it be at conventions or during our particular watch-alongs. Well, when you're looking to get yourself masks, why not check out our friends over at Camp Blood Customs out of New York State and order your specific custom mask from any of the films. All orders are made specifically. Your needs and wants are. Make sure you find Camp Blood Customs on Facebook, Instagram, and all over social media and order yours today. up on whoop chicken parts without yellowing one's teeth. Contact your doctor today if you experience the following. Oh my god. Increases in blood flow, boost in testosterone, ending of erectile dysfunction. You're naughty. This medicine is made for extreme cases of being keel or having a 
extreme depression. Oh, come on! Side effects include fits of rage, acne, bleeding in folks around you, whooping cough, hallucinations, comas, trouble swallowing, decrease in semen, increasing amounts of selling yourself, amnesia, night terrors, higher mortgage rates, and increased sensations in not having suicidal urges. Oh my. Yo, it's Joey Valadonna from Anthrax. How you doing, man? I want to say just take a listen to Crazy Train Radio, man. Crank that up. Hey, folks. It's your least favorite host in the podcast world, Croc, Jonathan Steele. And I'm Elena, your favorite host from the Emerald Isle. Boy, do we have a good one for you today. All right, folks. So this next guest is best known for being the vocalist for the thrash metal band Anthrax on a few different occasions. You know, like everybody, in, out, in, out with bands. But hey, that's life. He has also been the vocalist and drummer for a cover band called Chief Big Way, which is an interesting name, you know, now that I think about that. But he has been known for his wild, energetic stage behavior and tenor vocal range that has helped lead him and his bandmates to several Grammy nominations. This guest, Joey Belladonna. Good evening. How are you doing, sir? All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for having me. I'm doing okay. Well, that Probably. is good to hear. And I got to ask, because we are taping this on video, You ha- are those gold records behind you, or what's that setup you got? Uh, there's some gold records. I, mean, I have a bunch on different walls here and there. Um, there's some, those are gold reels, some of them on this side we don't get those anymore but yeah those that 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 plaque right there is a spreading disease among the living combo okay now is there a reason that they don't do the one in particular anymore that you oh, know I, oh no the, the gold reel i don't know but i have a bunch of different ones single ones on another wall that i'm facing just i happen to be my desk is facing the wall with a on the wall here, not to move anything around. But uh, yeah, yeah, I usually studio, but this is cool up here too. I think quiet. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. And you know, it's interesting. So, other than what we see here or in the studio, is it your house? Would people know what you do coming into your house if they're not familiar with? Your name or anthrax? My house mean like what it looks like? No. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is like where obviously you have stuff hanging in the office there and such. Are you one to pat yourself on the back and look at me, look what I do and that kind of thing? No. Now now that they're there, I, I have this conscious that I'm doing that on purpose. And it's just I don't. I in fact there's so much I haven't hung up whether it be records, posters, pictures. It's just so hard to hang a nail, pound a nail in and hang stuff. And 
I mean, I got a fat head of a Viking, which you're probably a Philly friend. I can't find a place for it right now. That's that work. It's just pretty big. It's like the size of a baseball, you know. I'm actually, to be honest with you, I am a fan of the Baltimore Ravens. So. Oh, okay. Good team. Very good. Yeah, because you mentioned about being a Philly fan. But Yeah, maybe you're being from Philly, but you're close yeah, to Baltimore. No. Yeah, I'm literally probably about five miles from the stadium in South Philly. So. Oh, yeah, wow, that's nice. I know we stayed at a hotel that was really, really close to that. I could almost walk to the stadium. Yes, yeah, probably the Holiday Inn at the time. Yeah, they just right. recently tore that down, and that's now a casino right there. Oh wow! Because I know I could see the bridge, and there was a really great storm one night. I had a day off, and I couldn't believe the lightning. Yeah, awesome. with the river and the bridge, like you said, yeah, it's yeah. probably pretty pretty cool to watch. Definitely cool to watch. It was really nice. I was calling my wife on it that night. We got to see this. I'm trying to send pictures, but it just didn't go through. <laughs> the way I, you know, way you can see it, you know, when you take a picture, like ah. Doesn't. It don't turn out how you actually personally see it. That's for sure. Yeah, I know. But I, I, I as your question, I, I, I don't pat myself on the back. I mean, once in a while, I look at it and say, "Wow, that's pretty damn cool." You know, uh, it's all awesome to have that opportunity to sell some records back in the day. You know, uh, that's the way I look at it at this point. So, but I, I don't really dwell on it too long. And it's funny, we just, uh, I actually just released a interview with an independent artist who's 17, and we tend to get many independent artists. And the thing that always comes up, and it'd be nice for you to get your opinion on it, how much the business has changed, you know, for music, because you come from an era of where records are sold and all that stuff to where now everything is digital. Does has it surprised you how the business has changed with music overall? Well, you know, when Napster kicked off, when that started to rear its ears, you know, or head, whatever you want to call it, you knew something was about to change. It's definitely different, you know. Uh, just the whole the whole aspect of being able to be on a label. I mean, he could still be on a label, of course, but and you know be able to sell records the way we used to. It's, uh, it's definitely different. I mean, I, I enjoy just as well picking up my iPod and, or I, you know, Apple Music and or Spotify or whatever it is you want to look at and go, wow, I can start listening to stuff quite quickly. I like that part. It's just everything is small bits and pieces of, you know, I like a whole record. You know, sometimes I'm not sure everybody really indulges in a full record as much, you know. Um, you know, but sales are a hell of a lot different, you know, and obviously when we went to digital, the sound's different versus, you know, obviously we're doing vinyl still, but we're just kind of going backwards, you know, but I mean, I enjoy the, I love, I love seeing a big, big record and looking at it and being able to, to hold it and get, gets it. I mean, half time when you do listen to something online, you, you don't even know who played on it. I'm dying sometimes to find out. I'll get the writers maybe, but there's just a lot that's missing, you know. Exactly, and I actually appreciate the vinyl making a resurgence. I'd say over the past five to ten years that's that you would awesome. see vinyl, but there's something tangible, like you said there, about physically holding it and seeing who was producing, who was writing, who was 
yeah, you can Google that stuff, but there's just something there about and whatever music you listen to, being able to pick it up and see all that information. But even now, you got then you when you flip over to what's going on now, you get hear somebody instantly, you know, whether they're popular or not. And same goes with the videos. I mean, you can I love the archives of the videos. I love seeing you can put something up instant and you get you get to see it and you get to really enjoy somebody quicker. You might I like say anthrax. If you never saw us before, you make, wow, I want to check that out. I think these guys are pretty cool. You know, maybe you heard the name, but didn't hear the music and saw a video or something. So there's some cool spots to it. You know, there's that immediate plunge, you know. Well, speaking of anthrax, and obviously the world has been kind of uh, upside down the past 18, 19 months with this whole COVID and Delta and everything we see on the news, but is Anthrax getting back on the road? Anthrax has already played. Well, we did a live stream already. Uh, we also just did two shows so far with Corbat, which is somewhere out in uh, Wisconsin, some in that area. And then that was a festival. And then we did another festival. We did Sturgis, the bike oh, rally. Nice. Just played well, that last week. Well, definitely see can see you guys being at Sturgis. That seems like a perfect match there. But yeah, definitely. With definitely. and obviously before everything hit, and now you're getting back on the road again. You just did these two shows, like you said, and obviously you span generations of rock fans, metal fans, everything else. What do you notice as far as the fan base do you see? Is it an older crowd, younger crowd? What kind of audience do you notice when you're doing these shows? Oh, it's really, really open to a lot. I mean, I see people bringing their kids now. I see young kids coming alone. I see a lot of, a lot of older people that have liked this from the beginning come still. Uh, I mean, there's just a wide range of uh, people. I mean, there's even women coming to shows more often. It's just as well, you know. I, I, I spread out really. I, I enjoy that, and of course, we got a lot of new fans that just have never seen us before, and they're just excited to to see us for the first time. We're almost we're almost a full lineup, you know. It's there, and John fits in really well, you know. And I mean, it's not not all five of us, but it's four four of us. So, yeah, yes. and like I said in the introduction, there it's that's part of the music business you know people come in and out and you know but the music at the core is still the same but you know i find it interesting and we know everything on the internet is true but when i was doing it all reading on you when you actually auditioned for the band initially rumor had it was that was the first time you ever traveled on a plane is that really the case yeah that was very, very much my first flight. Um, I mean, a lot of times I don't even know if I consider it an audition because I, I didn't know I was, I, did, I didn't even know what I was going to do anyhow. So, I mean, I, I suppose it was like, you know, mutual kind of situation, but it was my first flight and it was, uh, I didn't even know what I was going to see really, to be honest with you. I had no clue what they were all about. So I was basically going to check them out just as well because if I didn't like the music, I just pretty much would have been an hour away from home at that point because I flew in from Plattsburgh and I was there 
doing a cover band at the time. And uh, funny, that band was called Megaforce, which is our label. <laughs> it's just funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was cool. It was really a, a, it was a neat experience to be able to come in and, and get a call from a band out of nowhere just as well. So uh, it felt special that somebody from the band that I was in, Bible Black, which lived in Ithaca. So my name kind of, you know, came into play there from that band, which was some of the Rainbow guys and um, Blue Cheer and all that. Uh, so I'm happy that uh, I, I spent some time there to get my name to a point where, like, they sussed me out. They, they, it wasn't like I called them to audition. They, they looked me up and asked me if I would come in and check them out, you know? So obviously I've heard that story that, you know, you weren't familiar with them, but, and everything you just said there, but what for you, when you are checking them out and sitting there talking and everything really made you feel like, all right, if they say, come on board, Joe, eat it, you know, it seemed to fit for you. Well, I, I felt a lot of, uh, you know, the, the, just right off the bat, the professional, you know, their approach was serious. You know, let's, let's, let's do this for real. You know, they've been doing it for a little while, apparently before I joined, you know, I don't know if it was on a huge scale, but it was decent enough, you know, and they had great gear and uh, they seemed real, real positive. And it's just a uh, the unit seemed pretty tight, you know, uh, the music wise, I wasn't really convinced that, it would be my forte and take me to where I thought maybe I would want to go. But at the same time, I, you know, I felt, Hey, you know, I liked what I sound like doing it. And I wanted to take it on, you know, and I, it, it was worth the shot. I was a little hesitant at first because I didn't know if it was, you know, if I wanted to commit to something musically that may or may not have been my first thought of joining. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that, but, Let's fast forward from the mid '80s to where we're at now in 2021. Obviously, something has worked out with that because obviously you've had a couple of hiccups along the way with the band, but overall, something must have been right because obviously six Grammy nominations and fan favorite along the way. But what was it that I saw during one of those hiccups that you were? Touring this year, you mentioned you're in the Syracuse area, and you actually toured around to little bars and clubs and stuff in a minivan and stuff. So did you like the bigger tours that you do with Amfax, or did you like the nitty-gritty, let's jump in a van and go do these shows wherever? Hey, Anthrax did that, too, when I was in the band. So I, I was used to doing it with them. Then we went to an RV we, we did all kinds of different stuff, a bus that wouldn't work, you know, all that kind of thing. I enjoy both. I mean, I obviously you do what you can to tour. So I wasn't about to say, I don't want to do that because I used to do this. So I, I was, I was fine with doing, I just like to play music. I mean, I, right now I'll play local with my band or solo by myself. And I just put stuff in a car and set it up myself and, and roll, you know, I, I enjoy that. I mean, it's funny you say hiccups, hiccups, really never came from my my body i never had hiccups uh, it was a lot of indecisiveness of people that think that uh, my style wasn't f 
fitting for their style, which to me is a bit puzzling. And as you can see, I could come back and we could be as good, if not better than ever, uh, without even really spending much time to get it right. Um, but it's, it's a shame that all those years went by that we never really had a chance to take it on. You know, I mean, I, I understand that they had to do the nineties thing and find a way, you know, I just, I never really thought that there was a change to be need to be needed, but you know, you can't argue with someone if they want to do it. So I yeah. just say, go for it. You know, if that's what you want to do. But obviously, over the years, you've done something right because they keep they would keep calling you back. So, I mean, look at I I I if anything I I've gotten a lot better. But before they even called me, I I was assured myself that I could I'm capable of doing whatever we used to do because I had it I had that system down. You know, um, I don't know. I just think I think it was a necessity for everybody to just get back on the get back and do what we needed to do. Obviously the big four thing come into play. I mean, maybe some, maybe it wouldn't have happened because of other things. I don't know. I'll never figure it out because there's always the inside scoop that somebody just doesn't really know, you know, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that things are back together, but it's, it's always a, it's an interesting prospect to, to think that, you know, what happened? Why did it happen? How come? You know, all that stuff. And, but yet you ride along with it. It's like, you know, when you're about, you had a little fallout with a friend and next thing you know, you're friends again, but you still think, eh, I remember when you did that. Eh, I remember. I, I try not to dwell on it, but it's still there because I can never figure it out. And uh, the stories I hear from those guys sometimes are a bit, a bit confusing, you know, and, and sometimes scratch my head. Say, really? Wow. Okay. How much better, really? You know, I mean, I understand when you do something different with somebody. Sure, I might. It might actually be pretty cool. It's different. Doesn't mean it's better. Doesn't mean it was a good idea to do it because we weren't doing well. I mean, we were right. I mean, talk about coming back into that band at the time they changed. We were right at the peak of doing what we were doing, and all of a sudden it was like the lights turned out for me. You know, it's like what? I, you know, who figures that out? That's something wrong there. You know. <laughs> Yeah, no. some that's things we'll never fully understand. That's just my take. So, uh, Wait, I was need- watching a, a short interview with you a little while ago while I was eating dinner, and I found it interesting that during that conversation I was listening to was that you are one that don't, like, vocally warm up and stuff. And, like, it seems like as far as your style goes – as far as uh, warming up and just getting into things, you don't do them the normal way, like, or I should say normal way that most musicians do, especially in a rock band style. Can you describe what you meant with not warming up and stuff like that? Because that just seems like mind-blowing that you wouldn't blow out your voice or anything like that. Uh, in fact, just before you called, I was tracking on stuff, and I just turned the mic on and sang. I didn't, and I was some really good tenor high music, you know. Uh, I don't know. I just don't warm up. I was funny when I I mentioned Ronnie Dio because I always loved it. He didn't either. And we just, I just never felt the need for it. I mean, I know there's some exercise. I've I've done a few things here or there, and I've been taught a few things just recently. I just, it just isn't, I, I don't know. I just don't feel like doing it, 
a lot of times I don't. I mean, if, if anything, I might listen to some music in my ear earphones, whatever, before a show. I might kind of blat out a few things, but I don't know. I just save it for the show, you know. I just go into it properly enough. I don't, um, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know what else to say. I don't, I don't have any kind of uh, regiment really to do as far as a warm up. Uh, somebody may say that you should, but I don't know. Well, I can say this because you were also describing it as maybe not warming up, but the positive I would think for you goes is you also don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't get into certain other habits that maybe other musicians get into. So that's got to count for something too, as far as the uh, taking care of your voice and everything. You know, I, I've been there too. I've been there. You know, I partied back in the day. Um, I still did pretty good, but back then too, um, I didn't really get that crazy. And at the same time, I just think we're young and we, you just didn't really think about getting more sleep or, you know, not, not hanging out for too long. And then I get, I do it now too. Some nights I stay up so late. I don't know why I stay up so late. You know, it's not, it's not, and other days you wake up and you're, you feel just fine. Even though you stayed up really late. Uh, it, it really depends. Um, unfortunately, you know, obviously people, if they party and stuff, it's not, it's not the most helpful thing. And even back in the day too, we were, we didn't have the, I have in-ears now, which we we're so loud. I mean, I had, I had a hard time fighting over the music. Uh, it was really, really hard times to hear, uh, you know, you get all the good monitors you want, but, and then the the, the bouncing of the, the stage sound in the rooms, I couldn't, you couldn't like follow the music sometimes. It was really hard to hear back in the day, you know, now I can, at least I can, I can find myself a little bit and be able to move around a little bit, even more where I, I but it's still challenging. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's not, the, it's doesn't not the be all end all just because you got in-ear monitors. It just helps to, to have it closer to you versus like just in the room, just splattering all over the place, you know, but the volume is tough. Well, with that being said, how do you, what works for you to figure out where you're at and the timing and everything else for the music, whether it be bouncing around or the ear pieces and just the evolution of that, what works for you? Well, the, the, I mean, the best thing is obviously for me to have them in so I can get a mix for myself. I, I like a good mix. Uh, it's, it's pretty much everything I can think of except for some symbols. You know, I, I hear those cause they're picking up everything else and, I mean, like for everything else, still kind of grabbing the, the vocal mics, pick up some sound and, you know, things just circulate. But uh, having a decent mix and just finding the pocket, you know, and knowing where to go out on and out the outsides. Sometimes it's just good to stay put. You know, certain songs, just you can't really do a lot of running around. You got to kind of stay. You got to stay put. You know, other songs, I, I can move around. Just It depends on the tunes, too, but. Um, you know, a good balance is great. That's, that's a really good start. Uh, and I'm still looking for one of those great balances. I I'm, I'm finicky at times, just try to figure out what I might want to change. We don't have a lot of time because we don't go up and sound check a lot either. We just kind of go up there and, um, just kind of go for it. It's too late to go, Hey, you know, turn him up. You know, you try to 
sign language, but it, it, it really doesn't like, will you tell me to turn him up or turn you up? And it's like, yeah, oh, never mind. I'll, we'll figure a new one <laughs> next gig. We'll, we'll figure a new sign language. I just go with it. I roll sometimes. I mean, you just got to make it work. Can't give in. Just keep going. Exactly. And I mentioned uh, chief big way and wow. yeah. Where with Chief Big Way, you guys featured uh, mostly uh, classic rock from the 70s and 80s. So was there, would you say that was a different style that you would cover with the classic rockets away from Anthrax with that band that you enjoyed uh, doing? Uh, it's totally a different, diverse genre of music. You know, there's you know, the, the closest thing I get to metal is Dio and Priest, you know, that kind of, that kind of heavy, you know, deep purple, you know, uh, Van Halen, you know, but it's all classic really for me in, in some ways, but again, metals, Priest, Dio, um, I might leave out a few bands. I can't think of right offhand, but I get to play drums. I get to sing and play drums. It's fun. I, I love singing that kind of music. I mean, I even have a Journey band now. It's a whole tribute to Journey. Uh, we did one show, and that's just a night of good, good journey songs, you know. I, I just like singing that kind of music. I just, uh, I mean, I, I just did a couple of cuts a little while ago. I'm tracking some stuff. I, I don't know. I just, I can't get enough of it, you know. I, it's just fun. But, and this just hit me as you said that both, because I know you play the drums, but sing as well. Would you say you're a metal version of Don Henley, who, plays the drums and sings hmm yeah well i don't know maybe the the phil collins type of thing going on you know uh you know definitely phil was like pretty rugged i mean glenn uh yeah don henley was a nice and kind of kick back i mean i might kind of step it up a notch i'm not a a real fancy kind of uh i mean i, I like to play a little bit but i don't I, I try to keep it in the pot i try to play for the drummer and not be a drummer that's trying to show off. Even though I'm the singer, I got to play drums for the song. So I pick a lot of stuff that really fits me well, you know, and uh, it's not a lot of singers that play drums. Roger yeah. Taylor, Queen, uh, you know, there's not, there's not a, not a lot. I can try them, you know, not the whole night. And I think, I think people are smart enough to, or starting to get smart enough to realize this, but I know I'm not telling you nothing, but the drummer sets the tone for everything when mm -hmm. it comes to music. So, yeah, it's, it's hard to find that. It's hard to find yeah. that. Like, if I was to get off the drums in the cover band, I'd have to pick somebody that I could rely on that would like continuously play for the songs and not try to like go, go too far. You know, I really try to keep it. I mean, obviously, with us too, I mean, we, we change things up so much. We don't play it like the record all the time. We like to fool around with every song. I like just kind of winging it. So I don't, I mean, if I play like Tom Sawyer, I'll, I'll play it pretty close, but I'm not, it's not exact. I, I, I don't have time to sit around and learn every song perfect because I'm still singing at the same time and doing sound <laughs> at the same time, you know, so, and trying to be a front man of some sort, you know? Yeah. But no. like, like I said, I'm not telling you nothing, but it's that, that drummer, whoever's doing it, sets the tone for whatever you're playing. And I don't care if you're playing country, metal, classic rock. It, 
that drummer is so key. So I find wow. it impressive that you do that. Yeah. Well, thanks. I mean, I try, I wish, uh, I, I can only get better. I'm trying, I'm trying to get better, you know? And that's, uh, definitely a good thing. And last question I want to throw out to you is, and I don't believe it, but for the past several years, and it was, I believe it was because it got some guy named Gene Simmons said that rock was dying several rock years ago. Rock mm. was dying, but I don't find that to be the case because you see some bands just as fuzzy and stuff that are really making headways. So of this next generation or next generations that have been going around, coming around since you got started professionally, who do you like? Uh, I just, I'm, I'm listening to a lot of fusion lately, you know, uh, instrumental stuff. I, that's, I just get on the kick and then I'll go back to my old seventies. I mean, last night, I think I had a bunch of, uh, Crosby, Stills and Nash on and Chicago and God, I mean, I, the who, I mean, I, I, I listen to such older stuff. A lot of times my playlists are just, just an array of cool songs. I mean, I'm leaving so many out. I mean, I can name 20 bands off the top of my head, but I, I just, I, I like a lot of old music. I, there's a lot of great songs that I've just loved for so long that uh, I can listen. But then again, like I said, I like some, a lot of fusion stuff. I love, I love listening to drummers, solo stuff, guitar solo stuff, stuff that's got a lot of melodic, great playing to it, you know, a little not real busy, but just something that's got a lot of, you know, I mean, I, I like a band like Kansas and yes, I'm a, I'm a busy kind of listener when it comes to, I don't, it doesn't have to be simple. I like a little bit of challenge to it. Uh, I love that kind of music. Uh, I've always liked that kind of stuff. Stuff a little bit of, you know, Rush was one of those bands. Queen was one of those bands, you know, a lot of layers. Boston was great, you know, Journey. I mean, can't, I just love Kansas. I've loved Kansas for a long time. Steve Wallace, one of my favorite singers. I liked him too a lot. He had a great voice. And I'll throw this. I know you'll know this name because we've been talking drummers and different styles and stuff. The one guy that really stands out to me as far as a drummer, but can sing and everything else, Kenny Arnoff. Kenny Arnoff. Well, you know what? I've been in touch with Kenny quite a bit lately me and my wife and uh i never heard him sing does he sing he, he sings a little bit he's got some uh, vocal chops as well about that yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> no but he's a great drummer in fact uh me and him just not too long ago we did a we played together on the dio uh tribute uh live you know the stream live stream okay. and we actually kind of met really for the for the very first time uh, for some great lengths was at that, that setting, you know, the re uh, rehearsals, uh, then yeah. filming, filming that. And uh, we've been in touch quite a bit lately and he's just been, been, been there and done that. He's, he's a great, great player and such a cool dude. I yeah. like him a lot. We hit it off quite well. I, I, he's one of my new favorite persons, you know, yeah, Kenny's Kenny's a pretty unique but cool guy, like you said. You know, he's got it all going on, man. I can't believe the 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 work workload he has. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that guy is still standing with 
like you said, he's that guy is go 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 nonstop. So yeah, we're we're on another project that I told him we were on, and he didn't even know that I was going to be on it, and he forgot that what he what song he did you know, was uh, for the band Triumph. Uh, we did we did a uh, project uh, for the band Triumph, so that that'll be uh, that'll come out sometime eventually. <laughs> I'm excited for that. That's going to be really, really good. Well, we are going to share all links and everything like that of Mr. Joey Belladonna. So thank you so much for the time and really appreciate a chat with you. Oh, right on, man. Thank you for uh, offering it and I uh, appreciate you. is truly exciting and so glad that they are starting to make a positive impact. Little Bean Soapery is a woman-owned small business based in Northeast Pennsylvania. Little Bean Soapery does so much as all products are handcrafted and offer many different things for both men and women. Soaps, scrubs, body butters, bath bombs, solid cologne and much more. Little Bean Soapery also does things for special occasions such as birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day and special seasonal gift sets. But also, let's not forget large orders for party favors by request. The great things about all products is that they are crafted to be nourishing on the skin. If you wish to check them out, please feel free to visit littlebeansopery.com. Any questions, please feel free to also email littlebeansopery at gmail.com for custom inquiries and or ask anything else you wish. Tell them that Elena from Crazy Train Radio sends you. Why not try downloading this new classic set of music that will be dropping so far off the charts, there's bound to be injuries. <laughs> now that's what I call depressing. It's gonna make those who are even close to having the slightest glimmer of hope wanna jump off the highest of planks. For those that are getting now that's what I call depressing, you'll be getting that song that reminds you of that relationship with those cougars. Wrinkled Ladies. For those who weren't really into cougars, but those who had that special friend whilst in Cell Block 2B, we got for you this clusterfuck that will put you in therapy for years to come. With cheeks wide open. writes this shit. Oh hell, we're still recording this commercial. Always with you, it cannot be done. Those that rather have it out than in. This loaded hit will be dropping soon. Farthing in the USA. For those who place their order by calling or ordering online, the next hundred folks will receive their choice of either a noose of good quality that won't snap an installation of a new outlet next to your bathtub so you can now blow dry your hair in a full tub. 
or the choice of the right gang to just beat the fuck out of you. Call us today at 1-800-FUCK-THIS. Hey you guys, this is Alec Moline and you are listening to Crazy Train Radio. <laughs> 